previously on Live at 605. We go into Urban Barn. Owned. Ouch. No, no, no. Oh. What happened? There was a prick in your slipper. There's not a prick yeah. in my slipper. <laughs> right here. You what were just playing that? footsies with me and your slipper just stabbed John Mallon. And Val Gomez. downtown Toronto. This is season 15, episode 8 of Live at 6.05. And we are both very chilly here today. It's so cold. So cold that me, who usually walks around in shorts and a t-shirt, you alright over there? (laughs) Exciting podcast, got you (laughs) yawning already? Yeah. It's so cold that I'm actually wearing a sweater. Yeah, but that's because you refound that sweater, which technically became my sweater. Yeah, and we're talking about a Totally beach and sweater, which I wouldn't wear outside this apartment. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know, because it's weird, totally beaching. I don't think it's weird. It's like the most comfortable sweater mm-hmm. I have in the closet. And it's totally, like, still in good shape. I know, it's because I haven't worn it for, like, we haven't worn it for, like, two years. But it's a sweater I got my first day of residence, like, mm-hmm. well, I guess 13, 12, 13 years ago now. Mm-hmm. And I used to wear it all the time just because it was comfy, and then... You just started wearing it all the time because it was your sick sweater. Yeah, because it was sick. comfortable because it was so big. And now it was like underneath a bunch of clothes because it was on it was on our chair in the bedroom, which had all of our clothes. But we threw that chair away because mm-hmm. we finally did. We tell everyone we finally got our yeah. It's the, that was the urban barn story. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. since I did laundry today, I forgot that I put this shirt in mm-hmm. the laundry ma- bag. Mm-hmm. So now it is fresh and clean. So I'm so cold that I'm wearing it. Ooh. But uh, yeah, that was my whole point about this sweater. <laughs> but should we just break out all the contact information before we... Uh, I think it's one of those things. It's like we we kind of have... Last week, while there was a lot going on, there really wasn't going a lot going on. Whereas this week, there much. is so much going on. So definitely check out our You're just trolling Instagram for likes on Instagram. To see what we've been up to this week, because it'll serve as a really awesome backdrop to the stories. Yeah, so how do you, what's your contact information? If you want to see some of the cool shit we've been up to, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. You posted like three pictures this week, I feel like. I think I did, actually, yeah. Yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Malencamp. Mm-hmm. This week, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll get such tweets as, glad to have NERD back, new album is fire. <laughs> it was my latest tweet. <laughs> so you can follow me there for uh, music-related tweets or okay. just other funny shit. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook.com slash Live605. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on there, pictures and memes. A lot of people we talked to this week said they saw our picture of the chair I posted because of your big urban yeah, barn story. Yeah, what is that? Where did they see this? On the Facebook page, but I'm like... Where on the Facebook page? It's on the main page. You posted it? Yeah, because I was going to say everyone's talking about it. Nobody's liking it on Facebook. <laughs> Not even you. You haven't even been liking nah, it. Nah, I haven't gone on Facebook in a while. I know. But um, everyone's just like the parties we've had. Like, oh, this. I'm like, hey, this is a chair. Like, oh, we mm-hmm. saw it on Facebook. I'm like, well, did you like it? Or more importantly, did you download the episode to hear the story so I don't have to tell 12 people over the course of but four hours of we story? we did get a new super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That's it on Facebook. Really? So I would say that, uh, without giving too much away, yesterday we went to a friend's Christmas Christmas dinner known as Friendsmas. Um, Is that a real thing? 
Yeah. Is Chrismica a real thing? Yes. Um, so we went to our friends. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, see? Um, what do you even call it? And one of our friends of the podcast, a new friend, uh, Becca. Yeah. Uh, not to be confused with Chris's Becca. Right. Um, she is one of our dear friends for like 10 years through one of our mutual old colleagues. Yeah. Um, it's his daughter. Yeah. And so that doesn't make her sound too young. <laughs> um, but she actually was saying like, Hey guys, you know, I just started this new job and while I was at work, you know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. And so all of a sudden, you know, I always see yours in our feeds and stuff. So she's That's like, why I put those Facebook posts. There you go. And posts. so she's like, why not check it out? So she literally started listening from this season with the proposal. Yeah, it's the best podcast to listen to. So I thought that that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's so awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, but before we go any further, what do people do on iTunes? Did you see the comments? Yeah, of course. I wrote it. I res- responded to the comment. Read the yeah. comments. Uh, the comment on the chair was uh, Becca, Chris's Becca, Becca, said Urban Barn has the worst customer service. And then what did I tweet back? The eyes. The eyes, which means I see you. <laughs> see, that's the quality. And maybe this week we'll post a picture of me on the chair wearing this sweater. Yes. Because we were supposed to post a picture of you on the chair. Oops. And that never happened. Yeah. So on iTunes again? Uh, drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Yeah, so I'm very excited because I am officially on holiday break from work. Clearly not on on podcast break as I'll be slaving away at, at these <laughs> podcasts, yeah. uh, editing and stuff. But I was it's Sunday the uh, 17th right now, mm-hmm. and my last day of work was Friday the 15th, and I'm not back until January 2nd. Which doesn't that feel crazy? It's like that long-standing joke, like "See you next year, guys" yeah. or whatever. It's two weeks off, but. It, Realistically, it's like two weeks will go by super quickly. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. But you're excited. Yeah. I you gotta, were like gunning already like Friday when you hadn't even taken off your boots yet to come home. Yeah, but the Friday we were super excited because that was your birthday day. Per- party. Birthday party day. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to all that. I just wanted to say that I'm off. You're off as of Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to make plans of things. Uh, just have to have a quick little break there because our uh, fun neighbors next door are smoking again. Yeah, it's our anti-smoke break. Exactly. <laughs> right? So, and we we did all this laundry today, so we have mm-hmm. them airing out next to the window, but you can't be doing that with some smoke coming through, <clears throat> which is no fun. But, yeah, I'm on Christmas break. You're almost on Christmas holiday break, and mm-hmm. then I'd, all I want to do is go see movies, binge watch Breaking Bad, maybe <laughs> some new shows, yeah. go see friends, eat a lot of food, open up gifts, mm-hmm. and just, like, have a lot of fun. Holy so, <coughs> smokers cough. Yeah, so hope, I know you got to work tomorrow on Tuesday, mm-hmm. but I got a bunch of stuff I got to do around the city. So it's not like I'll be lounging around in my underwear. Oh, okay. I mean, I will be lounging around the first hour when I get up in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Which is also a good feeling knowing that everyone's at work and it's like your boys just fuck you. doing your thing here. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of fuck you, mm-hmm. I know you have a sponsorship this Whoa. week. So do you want to just get? Should we just get, get right, right in? into it, guys? So go tee it up. This is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I've had the shittiest luck, I think, with all customer service, but specifically pertaining to shipping. Yes. Right? And so... you told everyone your... Um, urban barn store. Urban barn store. Wasn't there another one? Yeah. We didn't tell it. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. That's, so yeah, there's two. technically two. I forgot about that I can that bundle one. them into the bundle same into the same category. Oh. Was that necessary? <laughs> um, so what you? 
Can you stop sabotaging me already? That's all I got. Okay, because half of this story is, both of these stories are technically about you, so you can contribute to Give them. me the attention, just like so, give me the going to call it. As part of our wedding prep and scenario, we have decided to do um, this thing, I think it's a new generational thing, where you oh, yeah. give your wedding party gifts to I ask them to be part of your wedding I party. I think it's just the women give the gifts. No, I want to do the guys too. Yeah, but from one gift it's snowballing into another gift, which is snowballing you into give this a card, pack. which is snowballing well, into like, a do- card. like adopting like a uh, constellation in the sky gift I or something. I would love to adopt in a constellation. <laughs> um, so basically like a promposal, John and I have kind of put together some custom gift ideas that we want to get for our wedding party, Can who just, is yet to name. I just want to say this too. Uh, I'm almost as nervous to give this gift and be like, uh, hey, man, do you want to be... Why? As, I'm almost as nervous as I was the day I went to, like, talk to your folks. Really? Like, yeah. Are you going to wear your cool-ass outfit again? No, I'm going to wear jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> this is just something awkward about Why? feelings towards other guys. Like, I uh, first of all, I forget what it's called. I know there's a best man. What's the other one? Groomsman? Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, hey man. You want to be my groomsman? Yeah. But you don't have to say anything because you gave a card. So yeah, but still, it's just like you go there, you give it to the guy, and it's just like you wait and you hope he doesn't reject you, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, this is awkward. Well, they probably won't reject you, knowing they're your best friends. Who knows? Right? Um, so either way, John and I were looking for stuff that we could do, like custom gifts and then smaller little add-ons. And so... <laughs> you were looking at those add-ons. I, 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 I like I don't think add-on. they need add I got their gifts in the closet. They Kay. don't need add-ons. No. We got some add-ons. Okay. And so uh, basically went on Etsy, found some, like, cool gifts for the guys and the girls. And um, one of them is coming – John's stuff for the boys is coming from the States, and my stuff is coming from Vancouver. Mm. And so we ordered this probably mid-November. I just had something come from China for you. Uh, really? I can't even tell you Ugh. what it is. See, and this is the thing. John has had so much swagged out luck with getting all of his stuff shipped perfectly. My stuff, on the other fucking hand, is like fucking hit or miss and coming on donkey. So then, okay, we put it in this order. It's like muling its way up here. So anyway, so we end up placing the order mid-November for both these separate items from the same vendors. And then, you know, getting notifications, tracking numbers, etc. Then, obviously, because we're at work, stuff gets shipped to our apartment. They leave a slip, the slip, the UPS slip for John stuff for his part of the wedding party is basically saying that it's been sent back and I owe money for some reason. And it's like, okay, there's a UPS location across the street from us. Mm -hmm. Every other time UPS has come to us and we Mm -hmm. haven't been here, they've sent it across the street. Yeah. So when you got this note saying you had to call them, I was like, just ask them to deliver it to the UPS across the street. Okay. So then we tried to do that. So this, this brings me back to like, if you listen to last week's episode, what is it? Urban 605? Mm. If you listen to that and you hear about my dear friend Jason from Urban Barn as the sales associate, now I'll bring you to my UPS friend, um, Murdra, I think, okay. was her name. And so I call UPS, Murdering. whatever. And so I call this uh, UPS customer care number and I explain to her the situation. And I'm like, listen, I'm tracking this package. It's like, not being delivered it's being held at the border she's like oh i'm sorry there's like you know you have to contact the vendor so now i literally i'm like pissed off because she doesn't provide any real support i end up 
emailing the vendor for John's groomsman's gifts and being like, hey, this got sent back. It's being held up at the U.S. border. Can you please look into this? Don't hear back from him for five days. Then I call and leave a voicemail message. I don't hear from him for three days. Then I'm like, okay, go on their Facebook group. Because I'm like, listen, dude, you're literally asking me to, like, out you on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And most importantly, the podcast. I'm not on the podcast. On so much. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, because you like the gifts. Yeah, they're dope now. But the process. The process sucked, but I would, so it also sucks because I want one of these things now. <laughs> yeah. He should have given it to us for our troubles. Yeah. So anyway, so then I, I ended up, what? said puto (laughs) isn't that spanish for loser yeah and so i ended up um what you would call it uh facebook messaging him right or the company and being like hey dude i tried to like email phone you like facetime facetime everything never heard back from you my package is um sent at the border or stuck at the border you need to do some things i want to give these gifts before the christmas holiday but then i'm like also really shitty customer service much like that of urban barn if i didn't follow up with this my shit would still be stuck at the border and it's not like we paid like 20 dollars for this this was like 300 plus dollars dropping bills so so aggravated so then he finally gets back to me with like a generic like oh somebody's looking into this we'll get back to you either way so then they finally reship the package right we end up getting another ups form right and then it obviously wasn't at our door because nobody was here to open the door so then they send it back to canadian shipping now yeah and so this is when we called back ups they were like okay you can get it shipped to somewhere else but you have to pay a fee and I'm like, okay, well, can't you ship it to the UPS on Church Street? And they were like, no, but we can ship it to another address. Yeah. Like a, a residential address. I'm like, what the, is the difference? Like, yeah, I, I can't even, I don't even want to get into it because you have another yeah. one. So I'll just let you talk. Cause. So then I just got so aggravated. So I'm talking to this woman on the phone and she's like, in addition to paying to change the address. So I was like, okay, well, I guess it's, you can't send it to UPS, your own location. Bullshit. Right. I guess send it to my work. And then I can, like, pick it up there. So she's like, yes, that'll be a $6 charge. And I'm like, okay. Sure. And I'm like, this UPS form says I also owe another $45. Yeah. And I'm like, can you not make that fee combined? Make it $46.23. That is the worst math ever. It was $40 and $6. It was $6 and $45. I heard forty dollars. Nah. So if you're saying forty five I know that's fifty one. Oh, okay. So then um she's like, Okay, well what we can do is and like basically this is where I just want a straight answer. I want the least amount of aggravation for the most amount of payoff, right? I want to do as least amount of transactions as possible. So now she's confusing herself. So I think even at one point I was like I just need to confirm with you what the fuck is happening here. Right. You're going to send me a package, this same package, to my work. I can prepay for it now, but I can't lump in the fee, the address fee into this. It has to be two separate transactions. Right. Whatever. Do it. The package comes the next day to my work. Finally. Finally. Well, okay. the, first of all, they send it to the uh, different location. Oh, yeah. They send don't it even, to the... Don't even okay. say what location. Yeah. Just they send it to a place next door. It's like... They send it to a place next door, <laughs> and then I get a call because I'm in a meeting, and they're like, uh, Val, did you order like something for your... Hi, this is so-and-so. We don't know yeah. who you are, but you order something here? It's like, no. No? And so I'm like, oh, my God. So I had to like run downstairs to go get a fucking package. <laughs> Right? So it was like all over the place, fucking useless. Next, fast forward, another shipping like calamity. Yes. I ordered John 
Don't a, say what a Christmas. It is. I'm not gonna say what it is. I don't know. A Christmas present knowledge. from a vendor, and I got a shipping notification that it came in, yeah. and I was really excited. I go. We come home one day. The Canada Post earlier this week, so like probably like Monday or Tuesday, we got a Canada Post um, parcel shipment delivery thing notice, and it's like okay, go pick up from said shopper's location where Canada Post is. We go to there, line up. And you know where you already know something's off? Like, I'm like, we just conquered Urban Barn. Yeah. We just conquered, like, the wedding party gifts. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go three for three. There's going to be something wrong here. So then, little, or, like, much like we did know, something was wrong. They couldn't find my package. Oh, they signed and checked for it. They have uh, they have the info that says it's come to this little-ass location, mm. and someone checked it off. Mm. But in that little Nate. back room. Mm-hmm. Oh, who, yeah, I saw him today, by the way great yeah nate is not great nate is not great neither is kara and neither yeah. is courtney yeah so uh fuck you ups and fuck you canada post but keep going with your so UPS then canada post. i'm like standing with the canada post people they can't find the package but they like to join this point. tiny little room tiny little room smaller than our podcast room S- smaller than the 605 studio can't find the package somebody has signed in for it they have a log number for it and everything and so then the manager comes out and she's like, and she's like, oh, you know, can I take down your information? I'm like, don't you have my information? Like, yeah. you clearly are looking against something. And so Courtney, the manager, takes down my information and then she's like, listen, we'll call you back um, later tonight or if the not next day. tomorrow, for sure. To tell you the status of your, like, parcel. And I'm like, okay, sure. but what happens if you don't find it? And she's like, more than likely you will. I'm like, is there a chance it got delivered to another location? She's or, like, no. Or is there a chance it got sent, someone else picked it up by accident? Yeah. And someone else, like, no, no of course not. of course not. Like, as it, if, like, that is fucking unheard so of. So then it's like, well, where the fuck is it then? Well, so now it makes me think, like, one of you three ding-dong stole my package, or you did give it away incorrectly yeah. kind of thing. And so I was, like, kind of pissed off. So then... We ended up leaving, but we were there for like 45 minutes, which pissed me off more because it rippled effect the rest of the day. Now remember, this is now mid-December, so guess what? Lining up at the post office, it's there's big lines because everyone's shipping and picking mm-hmm. up packages. It's not like it's the dead of summer. No, no. one's going to pick up some something from Canada Post. It's like every time we go there, we have to wait in this long-ass line. Yeah, and Bullshit. so we end up leaving i don't get a phone call from courtney that night i don't get a phone call the next day so then we end up going back to the post office and the same girl who helped us the first time was like offended that i asked if somebody lost it was there and she's like oh i remember you yeah we didn't find your package and i'm like okay so So, what do you want me to do with this so why did i again why did i have to come wait 20 minutes in line no one could call me but we couldn't find it call this number or better yet Hey, we couldn't find it, so we called head office, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're tracking it, and you'll get a contact in five days. Why are you doing their Why? Well, and this is the thing. And so, like, here's my thing with certain jobs out there, but also just, like, customer service. Yes. It's like, I am the last person who will say, like, oh, you know, you just don't understand my day so busy. Yeah. My day is busy, but so is everybody's day in its own right. But I'm sorry. That's if, not an excuse. That's not an excuse. But moreover, I get it. It's the holiday season. It's busy. But you physically only have to handle one person at a time. You have no other variable forces coming at you. Yeah. So, like, at the post office, if you, or if you're a cashier, right? It's like you're dealing with whatever's in front of you at that moment. So I am asking this girl to say, like, hey, what, are, what is going to happen 
if Canada Post lost the package because the vendor already sent me like it's shipped. Yeah. They have the tracking numbers done. Like all of this stuff. I'm like, are you guys gonna reimburse me for this gift? And she's like, oh no, that wouldn't happen. I'm like, who logged in this pro like in yeah. this parcel? She's like, what does it matter? I'm like, of course it matters, yes. right? Somebody signed for it to be fucking here. They obviously accepted something, and she seemed offended that I even asked her about that too, yeah. which was kind of like stupid to me. So then, what was shitty? So that was on Saturday afternoon, but then we ended up um, leaving there because we got nowhere with this ding dong. And then we ended up going home and I called the Canada Post customer care line, got some like whatever agent. And he's like, oh, in five business days, you'll hear from somebody with the status of your package. And I'm like, okay. So I ask him the kind of the same questions again, like what's going to happen if I lose it? He's like, oh, we'll pay the shipping fee back. And I'm like, what about the fucking parcel fee? Yeah. Like, right? Let's say, I don't know what you, don't tell me what you spent, but let's just say you spent a hundred bucks on this mm-hmm. gift. And shipping's fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to pay my shipping. I want you to first, first of all, find the package. If not, like, all right, we'll reimburse you the whole thing. Like, send us yeah. a receipt of the thing, and here's one hundred and fifty bucks. Go order it totally. again, and, and guess we'll ship it through somewhere, someone else. And so this is the thing. So like, when I asked her, I'm like, what is the capacity, like, of um, what do you recall? When I asked her the first time around, the girl Kara at the stand, I was like, oh. Um, maybe somebody like lost it or gave the package away. She was like offended. I even asked her that. She's like, that's like a one percent chance that would happen. So it's like, well, then where where is it? Okay, so if your like metrics of success are so fucking high that there's only a one percent chance you fucked up, yeah. why wouldn't you pay me back for the parcel? Yeah, right. Like, I'm sorry, that correlation does not make sense to me. Yeah, it's uh, this has been a really disappointing year with online shopping, mm-hmm. and I guess it's not even. It's not even online. It's the um, the uh, shipment. It, the shipment. It's mm-hmm. like getting our stuff online, buying it hasn't been the issue. Like everything's been sent. They did their job. Yeah. It's the UPS is. It's the Pure Later mm-hmm. and it's Canada. We've had now issue. It's not like we ordered all this stuff three. and Pure Later and UPS was great. No, UPS fucked you Shit. over. Pure Later fucked me over, and totally. now Canada Post has fucked you over. Absolutely. So, it's like, I think this is where, and I, I think I asked you again before we teed off the Urban Barn story, is it easier to just buy your Christmas gifts in person or in a brick-and-mortar store versus doing all of this online shopping? Because when I think about the hours I've spent on phone calls with, like, different yeah. shipment venues or, like, the different vendors I've purchased shit from... I have never had this much of shitty luck. It, it, it is, like, actually exhausting t- to a, a very yeah. big degree. That's why I'm starting to think, like, maybe... Did I maybe mention this last week? And I think I was on the other side. But this week, I'm like, maybe these should be, like, robot jobs. They should be robot like, jobs. Robots like don't Like, Amazon drone. Just come and drop me my Drop it on the balcony. 100%. I feel like robots... And again, I think my thing was... It, get these to be robot jobs but mm-hmm. five years from now the robots will take over that will happen <laughs> yeah. but in the next five years it's like it's not affecting me the robot no killing. But, but anyway so that's my sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week but on a happier note i think what do we do right after last week's podcast um we put up the christmas tree what's his name um fredericton and you try to sabotage charlie no i did not sabotage if i Okay, well, tell tell everyone who 
Fredericton and Charlie are. So, first of all, we put up our Christmas tree, or we were trying to put up our Christmas tree for probably, like, the last three weeks. And, and can I say, I, I think I actually like it where it is now better than where it was before. Why? I like this placement now because before it was right next to our TV, and it kind of uh, hung out, like, in the hallway there. So mm-hmm. you'd walk by, and you could, if hit you had it. people over, you could hit it. Right now, it actually sits perfectly, and it doesn't have... Now it's next to the couch where I sit. Mm-hmm. I think it just fits perfectly. You can still see. You can. I can see everything, and mm-hmm. I like. I just like it now. And, and even when, um, when we so had basically to, what John is saying is that because he got a record player and we had to buy the uh, ladder yeah. to fit the record player and the speakers, speakers beside the TV, yeah. which is where we typically put our Christmas tree. So we had to find a new placement for the Christmas tree, which actually stressed me out. Because I didn't want to not be able to see the Christmas tree. Yeah, but now you can see it. But what I was going to say was someone took an Instagram video Friday night of your party. Mm-hmm. And they had the ladder and the tree in the Instagram. And I was just like, whoa. Like, I just thought it looked really nice in here. Like, with all the lights and stuff. Nice. And I really liked the ladder. Mm-hmm. How it is. But just having the tree. I just like the place. No, I, so. I think it looks nice. I like, think it, it looks definitely, nice where it is now. It definitely looks nice. But I think it did stress me out a little bit because I was like ah, I don't want to lose the tree in the living room like I was worried we would have to put it in the dining room just yeah. for how big and like no, I, I didn't want I, it to like um hinder your viewpoint of the tv and so it took a little while to put it up we also need time and like and we, we always have a fun Christmas playlist with which consists of she and him and CeeLo. And um, and Alvin and the Chipmunks. And knew this year was Sia's Christmas album. Did you? So, okay, so this could go either way. But I was like, John's like, I have Sia's new Christmas album. I'm like, oh, is it like a bunch of like weird songs? Like, I only really want to hear you sing like yeah. fucking like Chandelier and like yeah. whatever other song you have. But Elastic Heart. Yeah, Elastic Heart. But then it was actually surprisingly good there was some songs could literally camouflage as non-christmas songs. but then it, it made me upset because it's like these songs are original songs they sound really good but it's like it's like yo this song's sick and then it's like oh putting a christmas tree up i'm like well i'm not gonna listen to a song about christmas Why? it's like if this was a song about like you know i met this guy blah blah, blah. i'm like yeah well, dope, dope it wasn't it was a, i met this guy yeah this- the but snowman. it was snowy <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to listen to the snowman song in June. Why? I would. So, anyway, we finally had the perfect Sunday opportunity yeah. to put up Fredericton, <laughs> our Christmas tree, and Charlie, which is our um, garland that goes over Fucking our... Fucking hate it. Right? It goes over <laughs> our... like no, Our book stand. Our bookshelf. And so... We put up the tree, and I think the one weird thing is, is like because we leave Fredericton up so long, all the lights that are organically attached to the tree <laughs> have burnt out so much so that John has had to cut them out. To cut now. them off the tree right? now, right? And so then we're like, oh my god, even our backup, backup, backup lights are burnt out. So I'm so worried that we don't actually have the right lights. And so you know how like sometimes you can get Christmas lights, and they're like white lights versus like white warm lights. lights, like daylights kind of thing. So I think the lights that we have on the tree are daylight versus like warm lighting. So they they're like they're not my favorite. And so like every time I look at Fredericton, I get a little sad. What? Yeah. It's fine. If you want to buy more lights and unstring these ones and put the yeah, new ones on. Yeah, because you know I'm going to... Yeah, I might do that, but actually. So then we go to put up the garland. So can I say, uh, tell you about this atrocity of a garland? No. It stretches like four feet. It's covered... It's got white powder on it. So you walk by it. There's white powder all over the floor. It sheds like a fucking cat that has, has a lot of hair. Yeah. 
and it just makes a big mess. I can't put my wallet and keys on the oh. bookshelf, which is where I like to put it. Oh. And it's just, it's really tough to unplug at night because it's behind a bookcase, and mm. I got to get my fingers through there. Yeah. And it's just the worst. It's just the worst? Yeah, but Kay. you thought I had some diabolical plan. So, we have a you literally, like, the garland... It, it also might stay up for... It does. So then um, <laughs> we go and plug it in, and I'm like, John, the lights aren't working, which are yeah. also organically attached to it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is this makes no sense. This makes <laughs> no sense. Why aren't they working? And so then I got so sad. You're like, oh, let's just throw it out, and you can buy another one later, thinking yeah. I probably wouldn't go buy another <laughs> one. No, so thinking you'd buy one that have white powder all over No. It. And so I got so angry, and then I was like literally so sad that I was like walking through each light, and then I look in the box, and there's two replacement bulbs. I'm like, oh, my God, there's probably a bulb missing. And that's what's making all of them not work. And as I go through, I'm looking for a burnt-out light bulb, right? But little did I know, one actual bulb is missing from the thread. And for those of you guys who don't put up any Christmas lights, if you're missing one, the entire string won't work. First but who, out of this party of two would pull out one bulb to sabotage hey, the garland. You know me, I always pull out. So, anyways, <laughs> so, so I ended up being like, you fucking sabotage Charlie the garland and, and I then said fixed if, them. If I was going to sabotage them, I wouldn't get rid of one light bulb. I didn't know that's how that shit works. What I would do is, first of all, I would cut it up to a million pieces, put it in... <laughs> Put it into a garbage bag. Put that garbage bag inside a box. Put that box inside a garbage bag. No. Throw that shit into a dumpster next door and then light that dumpster on fire. You sound like a motorer trying to get rid of a body. That's exactly what it is. So either way, we now have our Christmas tree Fredericton. What do you mean, did I get my way? <laughs> did I fix it because you tried to sabotage me? So working on that compromise, huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So either way, we now have Fredericton, Charlie, and the Retha. And like... <laughs> I think the family room looks really nice looks now with amazing. all the new furniture. I think it looks great. Mm -hmm. We'll get to the big story of the week is your birthday party. I think the whole week is the big story of the well, week. Well, that's why. So I actually have, I want to talk about Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday is when we had our good friend DJ Dahlia's stand-up show. Mm -hmm. But I, she, So I want to talk about, talk about that a little bit. And then I want to talk a little bit about one of her jokes because... Uh, she wanted to get your opinion, and I was going to ask oh. it before, but I was going to—I'd rather ask it on the podcast. People can um, write in and stuff. So, anyways, we talked about her before because we went to her, her stand-up show at One Twenty Church Street. Yeah. Uh, that was the day we, it's on one of the podcasts yeah. where we went to her comedy show. Yeah, she was really good, and really you can funny. see the pictures on my Instagram. But then there was a karaoke at the end of the night. Exactly. Oh, and this leads into something else funny. Mm -hmm. So she had her her second level stand up class was doing their mm -hmm. show that night at Second City, mm -hmm. and so you and I were going. Our good friend Rocco from work went as well, and mm -hmm. Rocco brought two friends <gasps> as well. Yes. So why don't you tell us about uh, two of his friends? So I would say this week is actually one of the longest weeks ever because wasn't Monday my shoot? Yeah, it was. That's so right. So <laughs> Monday yeah. was my shoot um, that started at like, like six a.m. Um, in Scarborough and so I got home not late but late enough that so I was exhausted day. but somebody on the shoot and this is why it made me laugh because of Tuesday so somebody on the Tuesday. shoot who actually um, was one of the videographers for one of the media outlets oh, yeah. that came for my shoot I used to work with at Rogers right because he was my video person about 10 years ago um, when I used to work with Paige Hen 
And so he's like, holy shit, I remembered you. Because he's like, I remember that laugh and that smile anywhere. And I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, it's it's Walter or whatever. And so that was really cool. And Walt. like one of my... Well, yeah, Walt! father's um, right. <laughs> um, so then I was like laughing. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool that people remember you after that long. Fast forward to Tuesday... We're going Tuesday. Tuesday. We're going to see Dahlia's show at the Second City, like, at, like it's venue. It, yeah, Second kind of City thing. means I don't know. John Candy Theater. Yeah, it's John Candy Theater. It's not like the big Second City, but I That's think it's pretty. Stage. Yeah, the main stage. But this one, the theater, is it's, pretty badass. Yeah, well, it's different. The main stage is for sketch comedy, and like it's mm-hmm. built for like ten people on stage. Mm-hmm. This was um, a stand-up stage, yeah. one person by themselves doing comedy. So we get there and. We start shooting the shit with Rocco, who's awesome, mm-hmm. right? And then, she, like, laughing, laughing. And then he brings in his two friends. And one of the girls first is like, Val, so nice to see you again. I'm like, holy shit, it's Sabrina, yeah. right? So um, I haven't seen this girl, Sabrina, in, like, four years, right? She ended up being a freelancer I hired um, slash somebody who was trying to, um, what you might call it, interview for a job on my former team at Blue Ant. Okay. And so I haven't seen her in four years, but she's like, oh my God, I'd remember that voice anywhere. Which made me laugh is, again. Like, I was just like, okay, people clearly, my high-pitched squeal of a voice That's not what is, it is memorable. No, you, it's because you have a good personality, you have a good laugh. That's I have a good why. laugh? Yeah, because she said she heard your laugh. Oh, my laugh. Yeah. I see. So then, either <laughs> way, <laughs> now this is my new laugh. Yeah, and you're talking shit about yeah. me, and then you make fun of me. You yeah, laugh and like I do that. my witch laugh. Um, so then, step aside, Sabrina, because the main attraction. We got is a here. celebrity story <laughs> we, coming. We got up. a celebrity story oh my coming. God. So we then step aside, Sabrina, and then I see, and I don't even think he introduced himself first. I think mm-hmm. I said to you, when you're a celebrity, you don't introduce. You yourself don't introduce first. yourself. I introduce myself to you. As, holy shit, you must be John, John from Thing. Okay. Okay, so we get into the theater. John, my John, me, Rocco, and Sabrina are standing there. There's a dude behind Sabrina. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, God, so giddy. I whisper to my John, yeah. holy shit, that is the host from You Gotta Eat Here. Your boy, uh, John, what's his last name again? Katucci. Katucci. Right? Host of You, you Gotta, gotta eat, eat Here. And so... I was so enamored. One of your favorite cooking shows, eating shows, eating whatever shows. You call it's it. just like a food show on the Food Network. But that this host goes across Canada to like great eateries suggested by people, um, and like tries the different foods with the chefs. Really, and I don't know if you know his backstory. Mm. He actually comes from comedy as well. He's in a uh, group called the Doo Ops, and they do like oh. uh, they do uh, so, like uh, musical comedy. And I did stuff. not know this, mm-hmm. so I got just so excited, and then yeah. we introduced ourselves, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. and then I couldn't stop like glowing and like looking over because I was just like, I just wanted to talk to him. I'm like, this guy, literally, you got to eat here mm-hmm. is one of the only shows on in the mornings at like. 8.30 to 10 mm-hmm. on the cooking channel because everything is paid programming. Mm-hmm. So I watch You Gotta Eat here so much. <laughs> and I'm like, Benjamin loves it. Kim loves yeah. it. One of our friends, Bobby, was on the show. Oh, that's cool. And so I'm like... I love it. Whenever you have it on, I watch in the background with you too. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at it. Looks like he's having fun. And he's just one of the... He's one of the good hosts too where mm. it's like he's just very engaging. He's, like He has a uh, 
good sense of humor too totally. which is what you know brings you in so then we ended up um sitting in a line so it goes me me you right Rocco, Rocco Sabrina uh, you gotta eat here, you John. Eat here. And so then we would try like talking to him. We talked about him, but like growing up, knowing yeah. how do you know Rocco? How did we all know each other? He's asking us a bunch of questions because again, we have lots of stories of meeting people, mm-hmm. and it's a one-way street. You 100%. ask them questions, they don't ask you shit. Yeah. What was this guy doing? Totally asking, asking questions. Lots of questions. But the one shitty thing was, I wish we met him earlier because I would totally want to ask him all these other questions. Well, here's the thing: I wanted to. I was just about to ask him. Then the show started. Was Guess who also got married at the Great Hall? Who? Your boy, John, from You Gotta Eat Here. What? And guess where we're getting married? Great Hall. We should ask Rocco to ask him who should cater. Yeah? Because Rocco says he texts him all the time being like, he's my food guy. Like, if I'm eating here, what do Mm. I get? This and that. So I'll I'll ask him to be like, do you remember who catered the Great Hall? Yeah. Because obviously if You Gotta Eat Here... Whatever he had catered at the Great Hall, uh, I'm gonna trust his judgment totally. for like awesome food. We just have the most stacked wedding, right? <laughs> so yeah. then we ended up the lights go down and there it's the graduating class yeah. uh, that Dahlia's in, and they're each performing a set. Five. I would actually say that for the most part, probably like 85 percent of the people did a really great set. Yeah, for sure. And um, what was I gonna say? Uh, so she did. You saw her once before, and she did a new five mm-hmm. minutes. What do you, what which five did you like? And could you see a difference in the month that she? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where stand up comedy is it's really tough. hard. It's really tough. I often like it's all like to one degree it's like it's public speaking. Yeah. And that can be really difficult for a lot of people. But then the other side of it is it's like you're it's so personal, yeah. right? That is just like that can be almost the biggest barrier is like talking about things that are personal to you in public in front of like a large group of people some of which it could be your family and friends is it's a lot to take on i thought she did an outstanding job her first time around yeah but this time around i thought she did like an amazing job because she had way more stage presence yeah but then i also thought her actual set Mm -hmm. i actually liked it better same here so yeah the other thing that made me laugh was you obviously have a good laugh and John from You Gotta Eat here has a good laugh mm-hmm. and when he would have a big laugh you would start to laugh <laughs> yeah. and you guys would like look at each yeah, other I know. or vice versa just because, well I was almost putting mine on just because I, I was so enamored and so I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god is John from You Gotta Eat you're laughing and then I'd like look over and I'd be like ha 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 should we call this episode You Gotta Podcast here yeah <laughs> okay you should be You Gotta Eat or the, and then or in po- podcast in brackets. That's too much. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or it's either gonna be you gotta eat here, or you gotta podcast. This put it as you gotta eat here. We'll see. <laughs> so, anyways, this is the bit. So when I was talking to Dahlia the next day, and we were just going over her set and stuff. Mm. So she had one joke, and this it got a really big reaction. It got a, one of those like everyone in the audience went, "Oh, really? Which one was it?" So I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I'm gonna do the best of my ability to tell the joke mm. and you I want you to tell me how you interpret it and I'm going to tell you how I interpret it and how Dahlia interpret it because we her and I interpreted people's reactions sorry differently okay so the joke was the setup is she's talking about she's going to couples counseling with her husband mm-hmm. and um, basically at the end her husband's just like oh man you know maybe you should just, you'd be happy married to a woman and she, her joke is mm-hmm. well I pay the bills I do their taxes I kill the spiders I'm already married to a woman. And everyone goes, oh. Mm-hmm. So when I heard people go, oh, mm-hmm. 
what she thought was she's like oh people are like women are offended that I called my husband a woman like that's offensive to women yeah and she's like oh I, f- I probably shouldn't say that like I offended people saying that yeah and what I said I'm like I don't think people are offended it's more like an oh snap like oh you because the whole thing is too when she's in therapy yeah her husband and her therapist are almost ganging up on her being like you know your husband's great you're the yeah and I'm like no so what you're doing is you're standing up to them yeah and you're calling him out I'm like to me it's more like an oh shit like you yeah. stood up and you you're not I'm like, you're not offending... To me, you didn't offend women. Yeah. I was like, if I was a guy and I said, you know, I, I do taxes, I tell the spiders, like, I have a stupid woman as a whatever. Yeah. That's offensive. But yeah. But a woman saying this, I'm like, that to me is an offense. So how did you take I, I think it's a combination... Like, okay, I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. I, I wasn't offended when yeah. she said it at all, but I do think it's like, this is what a stereotypical woman would hit the mark That's of, what right? You, you think when you think of a stereotypical yeah. guy, girl... Guy kills the bugs. Yeah, like you Girl. kill the bugs in our in our relationship. <laughs> yeah, except for that one time when you trapped a, a bee under a, one of my glasses, <laughs> I had to throw that glass <laughs> away, <laughs> never to be used again. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, yeah, I killed. I didn't. I wasn't offended. Yeah. I think if you're in a comedy show, there's way more things to be offended by, and like, I I, I just wasn't. I yeah, I saw not, the merit in both sides. Yeah, and um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, no, I don't think it's offense. And I said, I'm like, you know, I'm like, you can't take it out for the fact that it wasn't her biggest laugh, but that was the biggest reaction of the whole oh, set. Oh, totally. And it's just like, there's almost like a five second pause between when she said that one to the next joke. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you got to keep it in there just for the reaction. I'm like, totally. it's not bad. You want people to react, whether it's laughing, this or that. Yeah. Like, and so I'm like, she's like, okay, yeah. She's like, I was curious, you know, that's what I thought. She was mm-hmm. really curious what your your opinion was Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. So I thought. Um, I also think it's like, is she more nervous because of the climate we're in with men? Yeah. And oh, women. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Like, nah, I don't think so. I wouldn't take that shit on. And um, yeah, she uh, exactly. It, it is tough too. That's why I was telling her. I'm like, it's different. I'm like, guy again. Like a guy can't talk about like. A woman being a stereotypical housewife mm-hmm. and being like, I'm the man, I make money. Like, you yeah. can't do that in this day and age. Like, no. it's not funny. Like, because I'm the one who <laughs> makes the money. Exactly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and no, no, this is what I was going to say. The funny thing is, too, Dahlia actually changed some of her set based off of you. Really? Because when we were talking about her set, and I don't want to give jokes away because we're going to have her on the podcast, and she won't do her set, but I want to ask yeah. her a question. And she's just like, oh, you know, how's how dirty is too dirty for a set mm-hmm. and I'm like I like dirty comedy I think it's a established comedian like say Jim Jeffries or Joe Rogan if they're being dirty mm-hmm. you know they've been doing it 20 years they mm-hmm. can make dirty good yeah I think it's starting out if you're talking about like dicks dicks butts yeah. v- vagina like there was one person who on her class who went up and was just really dirty for the she sake. was like super dirty but like even when we did karaoke she yeah. was dirty for that yeah just for the sake of being dirty. shocking and it dirty. wasn't smart dirty no and so dally's like okay because she had a couple dirty jokes mm-hmm. nothing too big but she's just like oh do you think that would think this is funny or do you think she'd be offended mm-hmm. i'm like well but first of all she offended. won't get what no yeah, i'm not offended yeah. i was like well first of all she won't get what this word yeah. is so you're fine yeah but she's but so anyways what i told her was i'm like i think you had the right amount of dirty it wasn't even that dirty yeah. just like i was like you built up your set mm-hmm. uh with just funny smart jokes and what you're saying isn't you know it's not bad dirty it's not mm-hmm. just like yeah dick and an ass this yeah and that. it's just like you're allowed to say some like funny things so 100 percent. here's my thing with comedy and i've said it before this is just my flavor of comedy i like comedy like 
Like John Oliver, to yeah. me, his delivery is funny, and he does He's, the right amount of swearing and dirty. Totally, and like that's the thing. It's it's like I like com- what did you call it? It's like There's circum al- alternative comedy? alternative comedy, which in my opinion sucks. Isn't that what Dahlia does? No, she does straight up comedy. What is alternative comedy? Uh, alternative comedy. It's just like you won't know the show, but you know Bob Odenkirk had a sh- the Mister Show. Mm-hmm. Alternative comedy is like people who probably wear suits. They're like hipsters with mustaches. And it would also be called smart comedy. Like, they're going to talk about how, like, you know, the theory of relativity and make that into a joke. Or they might do stuff where it's like, I'm going to bring props on stage. And look, here's a watermelon and I have a mallet. I'm going to smash this watermelon. That's my comedy. That's a real comedian. Oh, okay. You know Homeless Gallagher? Yeah. From the gym? Yeah. The real comedian Gallagher is the guy who smashes watermelons. That sounds fucked up. They look sick. Um, anyway, alternative but- comedy, she just does, like, straight up comedy. Okay, so straight up comedy, I like. And so I think the one difference being is that when your set is good, I feel like you don't need cheap laughs, right? No. It's like, what do they call it in writing? It's like bait? like Yeah, like, like uh, uh, schmuck bait. Schmuck bait. And so to me, it's like there are certain types of things. It's like I hate people who do like self-deprecating comedy, and that's like their whole set. It's like, okay, I get it. You're sad about your life yeah. these things. Then like, you know, I hate people who constantly just like – Vagina, 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 dick, 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 dick. Like I can't yes. stand that crap either. Because yeah. to me, it's like those Philippian are th- those are like schmuck bait kind of things. Yeah. But like Dalius to me had the perfect balance of like real narrative. Yeah. First of all, like it, and all of her stories were real. We've come to conclude because everyone in the audience like backed up half of that narrative. <laughs> oh yeah. And so then that was cool. Right, Amanda swearing and everything. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. So that was Tuesday. That was mm-hmm. super fun. Wednesday was busy. I had my work party, which was great. It was mm-hmm. actually in the exact same location as we were at Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. It would have been perfect if they were the same night because I could have gone up to the show, come down to the party. Yeah, because it was a late night on Tuesday. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then Wednesday, work party was fun. I appreciate it. You know, mm-hmm. it's always fun to get together and see people from different departments. Mm-hmm. They have really well catered, good food, drinks, mm-hmm. music, and that was my Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And did you have a, you had a good work party as well? So then we did our work party on Thursday. So overall, I actually had a blast at our Christmas party. Um, we told a b- bunch of jokes. You can see pictures on it on my Instagram. So why don't we get to your Friday party? <sighs> and the first, main attraction. How, every year, how do you feel about your parties? I'm um, sad. Why? Because you claim... Nobody comes. And so here I am at work, and Friday is my last day of work, and I purposely did all my work, finished it Thursday to have an easy day Friday so I could leave early to come mm-hmm. home. And, of course, I got a last-minute project, which was fine, but it's like, oh, shit, I couldn't leave till like, almost 5.30. Mm-hmm. I mean, the call time was, like, 7 o'clock for the mm-hmm. party. And here I am trying to whip through a project to get through so I can come home when it's 2.30, and you text me, you're just like, no one's coming to my party because of this fucking weather. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why don't I look behind me? Because I hadn't looked outside, and there's just, like, this massive snowstorm. I was like, oh. See, but, we're scared. Well, I wasn't scared, but then I wrote back. I was like, I've already got confirmations from, like, ten people that they're all still coming. Like, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. So I was like, you're, you're fine. Like, everyone's still coming. No, and then I was, like, getting text messages for people being like, Oh, I'm, like, I'm sick, too, but, like, friends saying, like, they were sick, which is totally fine. This weather's been so shitty. But then it's, like, between being sick and the weather and, like, the time of year my birthday is, I'm always nervous that, like, nobody's going to come out. Yeah, and as long as it's talking to you, talk of the weather will do, right? Anyway. One of my favorite built to spill lyrics. Right? So then we <laughs> end up going grocery shopping in the fucking cold. <laughs> 
and like I wanted to like make food because it's like dinner time. Well, first of all, you're like, okay, well, I'm like, what do you want to do for your birthday? You're like, oh, I want to have a sit down dinner and have everyone over. I'm like, great. How many people do you want to invite? You're like, twenty. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope. We can't have a sit down dinner then. You can't do that here. Why? Because there's not enough room for you twenty. You make people. two tables. You want to make two tables and have someone eating pasta on our new chair? Why am I making pasta? I don't know because it's a spaghetti. <laughs> you gotta eat here. <laughs> So anyways. So then you're like, no fucking sit down dinner. <laughs> yeah, just like that. No fucking sit down dinner. Dino. <laughs> so I was like, okay, why don't I just make like appetizers, like a ton of them. Yeah, but you made like a four course appetizer dinner. <laughs> so on make? the menu, I put, and some stuff I hadn't made before. So I did chicken wings from scratch, which I've never made chicken wings before. And I asked Chris for his recipe, which he refused to give me. We also don't have a barbecue, which makes it a little bit harder to make chicken wings. Oh, yeah. So then I made those, made meatballs. Okay. I made a portobello mushroom with caramelized onion tart from scratch. I did a sun-dried tomato and pesto and goat cheese tart from scratch. And then we did like a bunch of like frozen stuff like spring rolls and um, what are those things called? Like spanakopitas. And then mm-hmm. just like we did like charcuterie platters and like candy bowls and mm-hmm. chocolate platters and Ferris made cupcakes. So there was like. I brought Mike and Ike. You brought Mike and Ike. So there, there was a lot of food. Yeah, there was a shit ton. But I felt like I, my biggest pet peeve when planning a party and then this can go into Friday. Yeah, but I'm going to disagree with your biggest pet peeve. My biggest pet peeve when doing a party, especially when there's food, is one, not having food heated properly, but then not being timed properly. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't disagree with that. So we ended up (laughs) calling everyone over for 7 p.m.-ish. Like, come come by anytime after 7. Yeah, but no one comes right at, like, 7 o'clock. No, but, okay, do you remember when we used to have, like, big parties? Yeah, but that's because we used to invite... You would send out an invitation to 60 people. Yeah. And then 40 would show up, and you'd still be like, oh, this sucks. No one came. Okay. <laughs> yeah, back in the heyday, we were inviting, like, 50 to 60 people. And to be honest. In the same apartment. Most of those people did come. Oh, yeah. Most of those people did come and bring strangers. So we – um, but, yeah, for this one, so it was, like, come over anytime after 7. You invited, like, 15, 16 people. Yeah. And so and 15, 16 people came. So. Uh, so anyway, so I was trying to leave work early, right? Yeah. But I, I came home first, right? Yeah. Then you came home. And so we we're just getting ready. And like work has been so crazy. It's like special when we got ready. No, <laughs> easy breezy. <laughs> and so then inside joke, inside we ended so up, five. huh? Nothing. I'll stop there. We um, what you gonna call it? So then we ended up getting like the place ready, but I feel like because you know you're walking outside and you just feel so gross. So it's like obviously have to like shower, I have to cook, we have to clean, we have to like get all this shit ready. You were like getting like music ready, getting like the like yeah, and to finalize that playlist. So then it was a lot to do. So like even when people were here, I was still like getting ready. Yeah, kind of thing. And so it was fun. And you always say this. You're like, oh, there's only like. I look in there's like two people and then I'll turn around there's like twenty. Yeah, like eight forty five people were still buzzing up. I'm like I always get to a point where I'm like, who the fuck's buzzing now? Like everyone's here. And then <laughs> yeah. there's still like six more people will come and buzz up. And that's <laughs> yeah. always where I get stressed out because I'm like, everyone's here. I know, How's I know. More people buzzing? So I think the one thing I will say is that as as much as I love this birthday, I am really sad. One, I have no pictures from it. That means it was a good birthday. Oh, okay. That's how people reflect on things.
Yeah, because you're, you're having a good time, so you don't have time to take pictures. That's true. But then it was also like, okay, because it is the end of the week, it was like a snowstorm. You Obviously, you just want to have like good time with your friends. A lot of people were still sick, including me. So it was just like, to me, it was like, it was a fun Christmas hang. It was awesome. And my birthday ended up being like the part of it. But what I will say... You just got a shit ton of gifts under that tree. Yeah, too. everybody was super sweet and got me things, which is super unnecessary. But I think the one thing that I was really excited for was during one of our marketing parties at work, we ended up playing this game at my boss's house called Poll... Like, it was... The app is called Polls Everywhere. Poll Everywhere. Poll Everywhere. And so you basically get is to it make an app it. to find Polish people around the world. Can you not be so racist? That's what am I saying? That's not so racist. So basically, this app is It'd be a good dating app for Polish people. You should put a screen grab of the app. On a, as yeah, a, like one of the questions. Are they going to help sponsor this podcast no. and give us ad dollars? So Hit the PayPal account. We ended up give us some money. Stop. We ended up um, what you would call it building a custom multiple choice quiz, right? That pulled. You can use your phone or, like, an iPad or whatever. You're, like... It was basically 20 questions. 90% of them were opinion-based about which one of our friends would do this. Mm -hmm. A couple of them were fact-based. Yeah. And so you get to, like, um, whatchamacallit, check in in real time. Through Apple TV, you can see your answers on the TV screen. So people can literally, like... Pick their answers, change their answers, and you can see so how people me, are polling yeah, against great. each other. You can use your iPhone. To, it goes right through the Apple TV, and it's perfect. <laughs> so then what happened was um, Samsung. We, but you could still use your Samsung phone. Yeah. I just don't know what their platform's called. Yeah. Um, so then we ended up um, making these 20 questions, and this to me was the highlight of the thing. Yeah. So I think people thought when we're like, oh, we're going to play a game, it's going to be like, Pictionary or something or like nah, we ain't kids. we're not kids and so like much like and like this is what I actually like like one of our friends there was very much like oh you and John are so like innovation savvy like we didn't even think this was a thing like we're so like early adopters of technology that? Alistair did and Alistair yeah. used to be the same way Chris said it too you could see his like eyes light up yeah, of like course. right and so the funniest thing is trying to get like 20 people to like download an app and sign into a like a contest at the yeah. same time is like ridiculous and so we got everybody to do that then we're going through these 20 questions and everyone's like burst out laughing or like got really into it so i think it's just like for one of the questions like which out of these like 10 people in the room do you feel would have been part of a mile high club right yeah. like that's one one of them was who would you rather fight one uh, horse-sized duck or five duck-sized horses. <laughs> and people had, like, theories on all of them. Another one was, like, which I was really proud of, was, like, which out of these couples do you think would kill it on The Amazing Race? And John yeah. and I won. Win! Yeah, it's like, which one of our, which one of these people has the best facial hair? Yeah. My other favorite one was uh, Nice Guy of the Year Award goes to yeah. Chris or Cam. And yeah. There's, like, a, two choices, and which was everyone just started laughing. It was, like, 50-50. Then yeah. you could see real time the poll going up and down. So I think everybody, like, really liked playing that game. Maybe and so like we had more questions. I know. And so, like, once we started writing them, like, I think it was also because we were so tired yeah. from the night before. Um, we could have probably written, like, a ton more. We just didn't. But I'm like, fuck, that went by fast. Yeah. But everyone had a blast. Like, that was... Definitely the most fun of the night, I thought so. 100%. And so, like, much like like the LCBO bag game from like the Halloween prior. No, I thought it was an awesome night. Everyone loved your food. 
drinks were flowing. Um, everyone stayed till about like almost two thirty in the morning. Then we ended up cleaning up till about three thirty in the morning, and then I we finally, watched Jersey Shore. Yeah, you didn't get your first cupcake till like three. No, I didn't eat anything. So the problem with cooking a meal that's not a sit down meal for me You're like is Vinny's that mom from Jersey. I am. Shore. I'm Vinny's mom from Jersey Shore, where I'm just like prepping as everyone else is like hanging out which i'm fine with that is kind of like the thing i like to do but i didn't really eat anything all night and so my first meal like outside of lunch that afternoon at work was ferris's birthday cupcakes at three in the morning right yeah exactly so yeah um so do you want to talk about yesterday yes so overall really great birthday party so thank you for helping me do it yeah it's not your week birthday continues I gotta. We're gonna have your actual birthday next Saturday. Uh, on my actual birthday. We're gonna go out for dinner. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making a reservation. I gotta get you. John's taking me to my favorite restaurant. Yeah. Petria. And I'm getting you my favorite cake. <laughs> yeah. And you finally get to open up some of your presents. Finally. And hopefully tomorrow when you come home from work, some of your presents will be under the Christmas tree. I like so that. Wait and see. I know. I want to go buy wrapping paper from uh, Winners or Marshalls or whatever because they have the best stuff. Um, okay. 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 We'll okay. get you those special um, So then on Saturday, uh, to keep following the fun parade, almost 50% of the same crew who was at my birthday we're going to Maddie's house um, for her annual Christmas party feast. Yes. And so she holds it every year. She's really great at doing, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So we do Friendsmas. And so she makes, like, a turkey with all the main things. And then everybody else brings, like, side, side dishes or desserts. Or a side or piece. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to do. So she hosted, like, 20 people for dinner? Yeah, I want to say about 20. 20. See? And so. Yeah. What? That's different. How is that different? Her place is smaller than ours. Yeah. I'm so. just, I just trust. It was just easier to do it. Okay. The way oh, okay. we did it was okay. Okay. So anyway, so she made a really awesome dinner. So we got there. Um, we were supposed to go over for five. We went over for 630. And for our sides, we made her carrots, like caramelized, um, like dry sherry carrots. Yeah. Like roasted ones and roasted Brussels sprouts. And so what I've come to conclude was we were the only other side dish because I 100% don't think any of the boys made anything. No, probably not. Probably not. That's and so, um, what you recall it. So I was glad we were able to help out with that. Ferris made a really awesome, like, cauliflower and cheese dish thing. And then, um, like, Maddie's turkey was really great. Yeah, it was and, all like, delicious. It was really fun. But then um, a bunch of people who didn't come for dinner came a bit later. And then we kind of, like, just started, like, shooting the shit and drinking. Like, there's yeah. this really awesome, like, bourbon eggnog thing going around, which I really liked. And then one of our other friends, Andy, made mojitos, which were equally delicious. Yeah. At first, like, I was ex- happy to go over, but I was really tired from the night before. Just from a week of planning. We didn't go to bed till like, 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm happy to go over. But I was like, oh, let's just go eat dinner, stay for a bit, then go. Just because I was tired. Mm-hmm. But then it ended up being a lot of fun just because mm-hmm. all the people were, were nice and this and that. And But then... Yeah, but then it was like 11, 11.30, and I was like, yo, dog, I'm tired. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, so they had to. Um, unfortunately, Maddie's place gets noise complaints. 
And if, yeah, I know and, the feeling. Well, if you think our parties are big, Maddie historically yeah. has thrown like ragers. Yeah. Right? And so like this by no means was anything close to a rager. It was probably like just like 25 people at its peak. And there we all were really loud, but she's very much like 11 p.m. It's got to shut down. Yeah. And so um, we were basically like all being like, peace out. We got to go at 11. And so like the majority of the guys went to the bar, but like me, you, Sean, and Tesla basically like yeah, pieced few out. Yeah. A few other people left um, just to go home. But I had an amazing time. Yeah, it was a great time. I thought time. it was a lot of fun. You can see pictures on my Instagram of yeah, like all of our friends. Likes. Not even, right? But yeah, it was... It was super fun, and I think what I love about this week is that in addition to it snowing so much, it was so nice to be, like, with a bunch of our friends. Like, I felt like we saw almost, like, every pool of our friends yeah. this week and just also do some fun, like, Christmassy activities. I agree. So I just want to quickly talk about two things because mm. we're, we're right there. It's, it's already at an hour. Mm. So we finally, if you listen to the podcast, you know how much – we hate the Ottawa Senators this year because they suck and they mm. might be the fuckboys of the year. Yeah. And we haven't been able to watch a hockey game in two months just because of how garbage they've mm-hmm. been. But last night was the uh, Centennial Outdoor Classic, mm-hmm. Ottawa Senators versus Montreal Canadiens. And against my better judgment, I'm like, fine, I'll PVR it only because I just want to see a little bit of this. Yeah. Out- it's an outdoor game in Ottawa at Lans- Lansdowne Park mm-hmm. where your Re- Ottawa Red Blacks play. Racist. <laughs> That's the football team name. Racist. <laughs> And uh, so, anyways, we actually watched the game. Is <laughs> that still going to be called racist? No, it won't let you. So, <laughs> at, at a complete shock, it ended up being a good game, and Ottawa finally won a game three nothing. Like, so we watched that game till like one a.m. I know, I couldn't believe it. So it's just like, but the funny thing is, I don't know. You probably haven't been paying as much attention. I feel like the NHL's been celebrating a hundred years for the last three years. Oh, really? It's just like, oh, it's a century mark, you know. Blah, blah, blah. All is the it? time they keep talking every season. It's a hundred years of hockey. I'm like, dog. It's been a hundred years for three years now. So <laughs> I, don't, I haven't noticed that, but that's okay. just me. It's the same thing. It's just like it's the 25th year of the Ottawa Senators. I'm like, yeah, it was the 25th year two years ago as well. Like, really? Yeah. It's the same thing when Brian Wilson's like, it's 50 years of pet sounds. Oh, it's they definitely keep, been more. Keep, yeah. They keep going on the 50th anniversary. Yeah. It'll of pet sound sounds. better than like here's the 47th year of pet sounds. Exactly. So it was nice to finally watch a hockey game. Mm-hmm. Against Again, against my better judgment, I'll PVR the game on Tuesday. Yeah. If you want to watch it, we'll try. Well, I do feel, and I said this to you before, and, like, I miss watching hockey because it is one thing that, like, I actively tune into. I, I like, yeah. I do like all the players for the most part. I am, like, pretty into their narratives. Yeah. And I was like, I like Guy Boucher as a coach. And so it's really sad, especially coming off of last season, which was so good, that we're doing so shitty, but we're only really, like, ten points out of a playoff spot. No, more like seven. Maybe five. Maybe five. So, I mean, like, even if, like, okay, whatever, we might not win the Stanley Cup, we we still have an opportunity to come back and, like, much like everyone else's kind of opinions, kind of, like, climb up the ranks where they might think we might not do so well. This is true. I agree with so you. So it's like we might end up – I don't know if we'd make it to, like, the final, final game before the playoffs. Uh, if we just make it to the playoffs, I'll be happy. To totally. Be so I think to me it's what do we do in January onwards. Okay. I, I got gotcha. you. And the last thing I just want to quickly mention that we can get into the band of the week is mm-hmm. um, uh, a new album came out 
on mm. Friday. So the mm. new the new Eminem album came out. Okay. Have you heard any of his new songs? No. And first of all, what are your feelings on Eminem? So I was asking you some Eminem questions, but then you uh, took a phone call for your folks, and it's now an hour later. <laughs> so if I remember correctly, was in the past. my question was, what are your thoughts on Eminem? Did you listen to him growing up? Because you and I are the same age, and obviously... Eminem, a lot like bands like Limp Bizkit, mm -hmm. when you're in high, they're perfect high school, early 20s music bands to listen to, right? Yeah, early yeah. 20s. I would say like early like teens. Early teens. Yeah. Like Eminem came out when I was like 14, you're yeah. probably 15. Yeah. Limp Bizkit, this and that. It's like um, music that's for angst and it's just like yeah. this it's and like that. like post-grunge phase angst. But my opinion is I haven't liked Eminem since his Eminem show. That's the first one. That's his third one. Okay, it's yeah. It's got, like, cleaning out your closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, ever since that album, it's just, like, you know, sorry, now that I'm in my 30s, it's, like, I don't really want to listen to Eminem talk about boy bands, but now the yeah. shitty thing is I listened to his new album just to listen to it. Yeah. First of all, I don't think Dr. Dre produced any beats. No. And it's just hot garbage. Oh, no. Like, he has features like Ed Sheeran. Ew. Like, do you want to listen to Eminem and Ed Sheeran Not together? He has people, like... Even the song with Beyonce is a waste of Beyonce's talent, well, I would didn't say. didn't you read the article where he was like, oh, you know, I've been trying to work with Beyonce forever. Because it's like, it's mm -hmm. Beyonce. You just find a reason to work with her. Right? So then it was like, this song came. And it was like, of course I'm going to put Beyonce on it. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's just like, his new album's just garbage. My theory on Eminem, much like yourself, is I remember when The Real Slim Shady came yeah, of out. Yeah, course. It was awesome. And I think it was in grade 9 or 10, yeah. history class. Yeah. And I remember sitting with friends who all then decided, like, guys to, like, bleach blonde their hair. Yeah, it's like 21 Jump Street. Totally. 21 Jump Street. They wanted to look like Slim Shady. That was really good. The Offspring Pretty Fly for a White Guy came yeah. out. Um, I absolutely loved everything off, like, Kim was that the album or was that a song? That's uh, a song, right? But it was all like the angsty. second album. The yeah. second album, all the shit he did with like Dido, I really like. Yeah, um, and whatnot. So I thought that that was really cool. I even love some of the stuff he did later on with like. You just like that song with Nate Dogg. Called oh, I love ass. Nate. I like the Nate Dogg song. Yeah. I think it's also he did. I don't I can't remember if he did a song with Pink. Yeah, he or did. Something. Yeah, she's on the new album too. Yeah. Well, like, I don't like whatever that is, but I like what previous yeah, stuff he did. Won't back down. But I think what I um. What I hate about this new, what I've read, yeah. I haven't listened to it, yeah. but what I've read is that everything he's bitching about now yeah. is the shit he was, like... Making fun of? Exactly. Yeah. Before. Right. And so now it's like, you've literally sold out and become so commercial that it's like, we can't even take you seriously. Yeah. Because you've literally come full circle kind mm -hmm. of thing in a, in the like in an awkward way yeah um so i'm not excited to listen to it if it's any consolation no i was just i just wanted to like give you my quick opinion mm -hmm. but i am i do want to know what are your new thoughts on the brand new nerd album so two for two two for two <laughs> yeah so i like the lemon song yeah and i like the don't do it don't don't do, do it. it. The Kendrick song. Yeah, the Kendrick song's really good. And, and you then, love the song with Andre Three Thousand. So the Andre. Or do you? I do. That's okay. the song I have my dance doom, to. Doom, doom, right. Doom, doom, and so doom, doom, doom. I have this thing where for my birthday on Friday, John makes awesome playlists, and so the NERD, all three songs I think yeah. were on it. Yeah, they were. And so um, I have this thing where I'm like feeling the vibe for NERD, and so like I have this new dance which basically is like. 
a head swagger like roll of the body yeah. kind of thing but it's like i think it's awesome walking music i think it's awesome night music day music it kind of sounds reminiscent of their old stuff to mm-hmm. me which is great yeah and just makes me excited to see them in concert eventually Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. I saw them open up for Gorillas seven years ago. Which Bananas. Is, which is why this Gorillas show, that last Gorillas show, the first time I saw them was so good because mm-hmm. NERD, this and that. But yeah, we, then when we were cleaning up the apartment yesterday, I played you their whole album in full. It's awesome. Yeah, I was about to say, there's like very, so I'm excited to do yeah. best of the year because I'm like, there are a lot of albums that have come out this year where I'm like, even though I've only recently started listening to them, mm-hmm. I would say that almost 100, 90-100% of every track off said albums, mm-hmm. I actually like. Well, yeah. Well, I already wrote my list of all my best stuff, but I actually have to go back and just, Tweet. spoiler alert, mm-hmm. NERD will, will make the top 10 list. So I have to mm-hmm. figure out which album I take Bumped. out and which placement it goes Ooh. in there. So Okay. Birthday Palooza continues and Christmas stories next week on Live at 605. Alright, and guess what? You also this week have the Band of the Week honors. I do. You know, since it's definitely the first half of your birthday, and mm-hmm. next week you can get birthday honors again. Woo. So do you have a band of the week for us? To I do. I actually Yeah. Um, so one of the bands that I've kind of grown to love, I wasn't a huge fan of them in the beginning was um what you call it? the national and so like their complimentary smaller band san Furman, yeah who sound like the national exactly. i actually prefer but the national just dropped a new album which will make my list really of top 10 this year wow. um where is it uh, uh. it's a long title isn't it i know uh, uh. it's because i deleted two and now they're all shuffled again uh-oh hold on that's all right uh. There it is. Okay. Um, the new album is called Sleep Well Beast. <laughs> and so what I like about this album and what the I'm dude like from The National is that his voice is so distinct. Isn't right? Like this. So one of the songs, which is one of the singles that dropped earlier. Sangle. Last, uh, last month was called Day I Die. And it's featured on This Is Us, which is a great song. Really cool, very chamber-esque. Does it sound like Redbone by Childish Gambino? No, but the song that I like is called The System Only Dreams in Total Darkness. What's that? The System Only (laughs) Dreams in Total Darkness. Okay. And so this song, it kind of starts slow. It has like a really cool synthetic sound to it underneath it and like cool piano. Um, But I actually just like the lyrics and it feels very good for the winter. So listen to this song. We always feel like, or I always say, Live at 605 is your commuter companion. I feel like The System Only Dreams in Total Darkness is a good song to like go home to at mm-hmm. the end of your work day next go week. Go home, Roger. Go home, Roger. So set so, it up. So this is The System Only Dreams in Total Darkness off the new 2017 album Sleep Well Beast by The National. So all the ways to get in contact with our asses, facebook.com. Last live at 6.05, and you'll see a picture of this shirt I'm wearing and some other <laughs> wild shit. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I am at ValGomez23 on Instagram. Give her Twitter. some likes. Yeah, I only got 26. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Let's get her to 30 for yeah. her Christmas shit. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Easy. Is it chicken time yet? I need a hole. So somebody sold you. We said we'd never let anyone. Said we'd only die of lonely secrets.